Welcome, Path Folk, to the Find the Path Adventures actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. We're up to some skullduggery to end all skullduggery. Time for a heist or <laughs> rescue yes. mission. In the name of love. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure if it's a heist if you're uh, kidnapping someone. We're like reverse kidnapping them. It's a rescue mission. Point of order, it is not a kidnapping. It is an unkidnapping. Mm -hmm. It is a jailbreak. It jail is break, not a heist yes. nor a kidnapping, but a jailbreak. Isn't wouldn't it be like a house break at this point? A house if you're under house arrest, you kind of are in a jail of sorts. Yeah. 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 So it's not kidnapping. It's, Plus, a it's a rescue mission. He knows we're coming, so it's not a surprise either. So. <laughs> yeah, also, we have his consent, even better. <laughs> sure. Well, regardless, I suppose uh, to jump back into things, when last we had left our heroes, the Silver Ravens had met up with the uh, mysterious Chelish naval officer, uh, Lion Nones, of the Chelish Navy and the first officer aboard the Chelish War Galley, the Scourge of Belial. Mm -hmm. We were very sus about meeting this man also on but his he ship. he was great. He was great. Yep, she'd taken you to the Scourge of Belial where you had a chance to uh, to meet with the captain, Captain uh, Cassius Sargeta, who had uh, informed you basically that he wanted you to break into the Elorian estate uh, and abscond with uh, Markel Elorian, the eldest child of the Elorian family, also Vittoria's brother, also the poison pen of Contargo. Also his boyfriend. Yep. Also uh, Cassius's boyfriend. He's wearing a lot of hats, this man. Also, the author of those horrible novels. Also, those the amazing author of the novels. <laughs> Sin Saga. All in the eye of the beholder. That are kind of based on The Boyfriend. And it's like, man. Only, only one book. I think he wrote six novels before she, he even met the guy. Oh, that's true. But still, former pirate turned pirate hunter is very fun and good. Yep. He had asked you all to uh, to make your way to the Elorian estate to find Markel, abscond with him bring him to the Ulubulus Harbor, where he would provide a ship to bring him to the Scourge of Belial, which is technically speaking, not officially docked in Cantargo, although it is mm -hmm. kind of in Cantargo's waters, but uh, at the very least, it seems to be providing a certain degree of uh, anonymity and uh, protection from the uh, the Zatari oversight. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it's not at the dock. It's, you know, you have to take a boat to get to it. <laughs> you have to take a boat. Yeah. Yeah. They'll see you coming. You can't really sneak up on the boat. Uh, but you had all decided to... Uh, after, you know, you've officially now apparently reached the level where uh, you start to try to figure out a way to solve all of your problems with magic. Heck so yeah. after considering all of your magical solutions <laughs> fair, for a while. To be that didn't take very long. We're only fifth level. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Um, it's just not that easy at low level to try to solve all of your problem with magic. Well, it's also it's the fact that we have two, we have two prepared spellcasters that makes it and we, we have time to prepare that makes it very easy to just go. OK, let's look through the entire list of everything I've got and see what we can possibly make happen here. No, trust Indeed. me. Ross had to play with me as a wizard once, so mm. <laughs> Never again. I understand. Mm. I, I'm just imagining. <laughs> so I played with you as an alchemist and you were ungodly. Uh, like you were so I like, love prepared almost brokenly <laughs> OP. So I can't imagine you as a wizard. Oh, geez. The stories I can tell. OP. <laughs> I mean, he's told me some of the stories and they were just crazy. Yep. <laughs> But you had made your way into the, the greens, mm. the noble section in the uh, the northern portion of Cantargo during the day, uh, spent some time loitering around uh, Latana Park until the sun had set, uh, where you'd all find just kind of a bush to hide in mm. before all sneaking out from there and then beginning to make your way to the Elorian estate, uh, where Markel had arranged to meet with you at midnight. And we're going yes. around the back through like the uh, servants' entrance to, uh, you know, yes. to hopefully draw less suspicion. Yeah, a frontal assault would probably not be in your best interest. Well, mm. especially because we were warned the about puppy. the yeah the the three-headed dog that they've apparently got. The Cerberus dog. Cerberi. 
Is that yeah, what it was? Yeah, it's a Cerberi. Yeah. When Vittoria had sent him a note, he sent a reply message saying uh, that the message was received, but he could not leave on his own. Uh, father would not permit it. I shall wait your escort at midnight. I still have friends in the house who can arrange to keep the guards occupied. Take care to mind father's new hound, a gift from our new Lord Mayor, some horrid three-headed beast. My quarters, to which I am confined, shall be lit by two red candles when I am ready. So the spider climb and the uh, potion of dark vision that Chesra will be using only last 10 minutes. And this scroll I'm going to cast on Nicolo only cast 10 minutes. So we've got 10 minutes once that light goes on in the window. <laughs> well, I'm going to cast Ant Hall while we're waiting in the bushes because that lasts for eight hours. So I just <laughs> put Ant Hall on Nicolo. <laughs> all right. So all of you have waited uh, until close to the appointed hour. Fortunately, once it gets past uh, nine o'clock at night, the uh, church bells stop ringing just because people tend to be sleeping after that. Uh, and as such, you just kind of have to estimate the time periodic glancing up towards the sky. Any of you trained in survival? No, I'm not trained, but I do add <laughs> no. half my level or whatever. Yes, I am trained. Yep. Cesare grew up in a city. He's like, yeah, where's the map? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Lucia not only grew up in a city, but grew up wealthy and has never had to, like, navigate anything. <laughs> yeah, so Vittoria being trained can look up, see the position of the moon, and then go, okay, mm. the moon's in this position. It's this time of year. It's about this time, since it does reliably move in a, uh, a set pattern. <laughs> We're not on some crazy planet. Not on some sort of crazy planet with eight moons or something. <laughs> Before you set out, set out under the crescent moonlight, uh, very dim as you make your way uh, out from uh, Latana Park around the uh, the southern side of the string of noble houses. As the western side of the greens has the houses of uh, Delarange, uh, Vassernil, and Elorian. Uh, Elorian being the southernmost one of those. Uh, and instead, you make your way around the southern edge of the house, following along a line of trees uh, and benches facing out over a large duck pond. And by large, I mean large duck pond. You eventually circle around to the wall itself and begin moving as stealthily as you possibly can. Even back here, the you can see the wall off towards the side and lanterns along the wall. Magical lights gleam in the evening light, uh, providing a safe walkway for the soldiers patrolling the walls up above. Fortunately, most of those soldiers are more interested in keeping an eye outside of the walls of the, the noble quarters here, and especially considering each one of the noble houses are basically a miniature fortress into and of themselves. Hmm. You start to make your way down the servant's path that runs behind the houses here. Kind of like a, a back alley that leads mm -hmm. you to your, uh, if you're one of those people that grew up with a garage in the back where you have to pull in. Yep. There's lines, lines and lines of recycling bins the whole way down. <laughs> no, they don't recycle. This place is run by hell. <laughs> Just because you're evil doesn't mean you don't recycle. Yep. I mean, you, you recycle or else. Like, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, though, you make your way. The moon faintly shining down along your path. And again, you're just kind of moving through these pools of light from the lanterns up towards your left, shining from atop the walls. Uh, imagine considering the fact that you're just kind of moving between light and darkness, light and darkness. Uh, Nicolo probably sliding his way up towards point, considering that he can see with absolutely no issue. Mm. As far as he could in normal daylight. Yep. Mm. Second edition. Yeah. But a uh, the 12-foot high wrought iron uh, fence and wall lines off towards the right-hand side. It's basically a brick wall up to a height of about five feet. And then it is this beautiful wrought iron fence uh, made to look like creeping vines. Spiked entirely across the top of it. As you follow this along, eventually up ahead you see a break 
in the the walls, which you can only guess is the gate leading inside. Here's where it gets hairy. Okay, so we're going to spider climb, spider climb. I point at Cesare and Niccolo. I'm going to be little and I'm going to go in your bag so that I can littleify our friend. And then I'll littleify the others when we get back out here. Or do you want to be little now? And how long does the spell last? It only lasts five minutes, so like littling you on the way out seems like the better plan. Yes, I think that would be wise. And by that, you mean casting the spell shrink just for the edification of our audience. Oh, yep, I do. I do mean I bought so many scrolls of shrink. (laughs) (laughs) I think we wait. Okay, well, I'm going to be little anyway, so you've got to carry me inside. Shrinking in no way impedes your character's uh, climbing ability. Yep. (laughs) Again, we're going by Ant-Man rules, where (laughs) weirdly you have the same strength and mobility. (laughs) But Cesare will wait until the light comes on to cast Spider Climb on Niccolo. All right. For the moment, you cannot see the house. So I don't know if you're sending someone up to the gate or sending someone up over the wall. I guess we need to see if we need to pick this gate because I doubt it's unlocked. Yeah, well, first we need to make sure that the, the candles are lit so that it's time to begin moving. The wall is five feet tall, right? The brick portion of the wall is five feet high. Then it's wrought iron past that. Uh, on the other side of that, you can see that there is a large bush uh, that blocks any line of sight of the house. Uh, basically, okay. it looks like there's a hedge that runs along the gotcha. side of the wall. That's okay. I believe it's no, also spiked cool. on the top, correct? So correct. we can't just climb it. I mean, you can't just I mean, climb it. It just yeah. means that you have to be cautious. Yeah. Don't critically fail is all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Don't put that out there. (laughs) But if we sneak over to the gate, the gate is wrought iron, so you should be able to, like, peek through the gate. I mean, let's just advance up to the gate and see what we can see from there. Okay. Are you sending one person ahead, or...? I mean, I assume we're sending Nicolo, because... Yeah, I was going to say, who's stealthy? I think we're Um, all pretty stealthy. I have a 10. I have a 12. Um, It seems like we can all sneak. All right. All right. Because we're all pretty sneaky. So if all of you are sneaking, then uh, I will need a stealth check from everyone in the party. Uh, these are secret rolls. A lot of you advance. We're still technically in exploration mode, so avoiding notice, I believe, is the proper terminology for it as you slip your way forward. Mm-hmm. Eventually advancing forward to the point where you reach the, the gate itself. Niccolo slinking along a point. Uh, basically reaching the edge of the gate here. You haven't gotten far enough that you can actually look and see through the gate. However, Mm -hmm. on the other side, you can see these hedges, these rose bushes. Although, again, it's dark enough now that you can only see them in the the monochromatic spectrum of your dark vision. Strangely, though, past that, you see something that seems out of place? Or you're not quite certain. At first, you think you look ahead and see what looks like maybe a shed before you realize it's built too low. Like an exceptionally large doghouse. Right. <laughs> From where you stand right now, it seems to be a distance of some about 75 feet away. You haven't detected any movement or anything yet and can step out to see the house if you so wish. I would like to go on ahead and do so. Very well. Because, yeah, if I don't see the dog, then... You, you step out and come face to face with the dog. I mean, could be. Here's your 90s reference. This feels like the Sandlot... When Benny hops over the fence yes. to Yes! <laughs> yes, but I don't think super nice James Earl Jones is waiting for us, okay? Right. <laughs> we we play pickle with Hercules. Um, I'm going to seek probably in a cone, I guess, uh, going up and toward the doghouse. So uh, you can do a 30-foot cone or a 15-foot burst within line of mm-hmm. sight. I mean, 15-foot burst... 
isn't going to give us much. Well, the 30 foot cone will not reach the dog house if you're if you're trying to hear whether or not the dog is in the house. No, no. I just want to see if it's outside the house. So. Okay. Don't hear any dog. I'm going to take a peek. Be careful. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I guess I'll take a step forward and see if I can see anything more. But if I don't hear a dog, then in theory, we should be good at the moment. Well, go ahead and step forward. Go ahead and um, roll me a stealth check while you're at it. Yay, another stealth check. You step forward. Beyond the wrought iron gate, you can look into a spacious yard. Uh, from where you are to the back of the house, you think it's a distance of probably some good 80 to 100 feet. A massive fountain stands in the center of the yard. Although currently it is not filled with water and does not run, uh, simply stands silently. Uh, it's more of an artistic design. It's not a statue with a marble bust or a statue or anything like that. Again, you can see the doghouse far off towards your left-hand side. In addition, you can also see the house itself, as well as faintly glowing in the window of the second floor of the structure. The bottom floor is dark. The curtains are drawn. Uh, you note with some interest, all of the windows on the bottom floor are actually barred. Hmm. However, on the second floor, you can see two candles sitting on a windowsill just inside of the large bay windows of the second floor bedroom, you assume. The curtains are open to provide them some distance from the lit candles. Yeah. Uh, but you can see that beyond those lit candles, there doesn't seem to be much more light in the room beyond. I mean, yeah, I guess there, I don't see the dog or anything, so I will go on ahead and say, yeah, I'll clear. Okay, I shrink myself and I go to... Technically speaking, as a tiny-sized creature, you could just walk through the our gate. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll meet you on the other side. All but right. I'm talking about when he starts Adrian climbing the thing. Adrian will be the, the first thing. one to be turned into a chew toy. <laughs> well, you know. I'm also going to drink my elixir of dark vision so I can see. Yeah, I'm, I can't see is the bigger issue, so... Yeah, Lucia will draw hers. I don't think I'm going to drink mine because it's, it's only got a 10-minute duration. Well, I'm carrying a couple people over the wall when we... So I yeah, need to yeah, see. no, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I, that's why I was like, I'm, I'm, I can slip through here, but then I'm gonna ride around on Niklo because I can't see in the dark, mm. which is fine. I'm gonna All wait right. to cast Spider Climb on myself, just because I don't want to do too much spell casting right now and draw the attention of the dog. We'll be back soon. So who's doing what? I believe all of us, but Niklo are, and well, technically Adria because she's with him, are just hanging Keeping outside a look the out, gate, basically. I okay. might try to unlock the gate in case this dog attacks and we need to get in there fast. All right. Is the gate That's locked? not a bad idea. I would assume so, so random people can't just walk in. Okay. Yeah, because it's the breakout team of Nicolo and Adria so that I can make Markel small so we can carry him easily because he has the bum arm. And I guess I'm just going to try to quietly climb over the wall. <laughs> Let's I'll just go. slip through the gate and wait for you on the other side. All right. Okay. Uh, so, Adria, do you have... Uh, any way to see where you're going on the other side? Nope. Uh, so I will need you to make a stealth check since you're moving independent, and then a stealth check from Nicolo as well as he climbs over the wall. Yep. I essentially just kind of slip through and stand very still and quiet. <laughs> so, Nicolo, you grab onto the gate, climb with incredible ease. Yeah. As if your hands just Velcro nice. stick to the gate as you just <laughs> scale your way quickly up. 
I can get them off, right? <laughs> you're, do you're doing such a good job. It looks like you're being lifted by a wire, like one of those really bad climbing <laughs> oh, effects. Very cool. <laughs> oh, jeez. And again, Niccolo, you have you know you have enough upper body strength that once you reach the top of this gate, you basically just plant your hands between the spikes and then like pull yourself up and vault your legs over, uh, like one of those gymnasts on the little uh, horses. Mm. <laughs> you swing your legs over onto the other side. I believe it gives you climb speed equal to your speed, correct? Yep. Yep. But you're also stealthing, so yep. uh, moving at half speed. Yep. Which I believe would be ten feet for you at that point. Yes, at this point it would be ten feet. So yeah, it's basically you go ten feet up, another five feet up over the other side, and then climb back down. Uh, since the gate itself is also twelve feet high, so round it to about fifteen. So it's about thirty feet of movement to get you around to the other side. So all three actions. Mm -hmm. Adria, you you know basically watch Niklo go up, rush your way forward into the benighted courtyard. As you step over or step through the fence, the tiny leg of your pant catches no. on the one of the various <laughs> leaf-like designs on the uh, the gate uh -oh. here, uh, causing you to stumble and fall on the opposite side. Uh, and the gate gives a soft, like, clink rattling sound. As, Nicolo, you slide down quietly to the ground, extend down your index finger, of which Adria grabs with her whole hand <laughs> to pull herself up. Yeah, I, I just put my hands up like, I can't see anything here. <laughs> Nicola tries his best not to say anything because A, that would attract attention and B, probably won't help Adria's confidence. And then... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nicola, you... and Adria. Oh, no. <laughs> hear a... a distant... <laughs> as if one nose is smelling, one set of ears are cocking, oh, and a third nice. head is deeply growling oh. from somewhere in the no. direction of that doghouse. Just don't anybody move. <laughs> you can choose to stealth if you so wish or take cover in the bush, whichever you yes. prefer. Let's hide. Yeah, probably best to hide at the moment because I have a feeling that whatever sort of creature this is can also see in the dark. They can probably smell you. They can probably smell you, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, but smell is only for a certain distance, hopefully. Yeah. Limitless distance. <laughs> yeah, seeing in the dark is limitless, so... Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it just won't decide to come over too close. Did you pick up Adria? Technically, Adria would have used an action to kind of climb up into like onto jump up, grab onto the straps on Nicolo's backpack. Because he was out of actions otherwise. Oh, I can ride your backpack like a little uh, saddle. Nicolo, you slide into the, the bushes here. Uh, Adria, try not to get scratched up too much considering the thorns are quadruple the size that they were ah. previously. You're not really that worried <laughs> about them as they, they scrape against your uh, your armor. <laughs> mm -hmm. As you slip into the uh, the bushes here, off towards the side, you can see six faintly red glowing eyes just inside of the door to the large doghouse. After a few more moments, a massive hound steps into the light. Hound is a difficult description for this thing. First and foremost, obviously, it does have three heads. Again, one of them, the central one, is currently tilted up, as if scenting the air. Fortunately, the wind is, uh, you at the moment are downwind from it. You do have that going for you as it sniffs up into the air. The other two heads begin to almost like pivot out, looking over in either direction. Uh, one of them growling, the other one flicking its ear in a strange, 
almost comedic level of cuteness. The one on the left has one floppy ear and one pointed ear. Oh, no, it's the meme with the dragon heads. (laughs) There's one derpy one. There's always a derpy one. You suppose any relation to a dog ends as the thing steps out far enough for you to see it. As the creature has no skin. Yeah. It's just taunt red muscle and exposed bone looking akin to some form of flayed hound. Oh. As it steps fully out into the night air, strides its way forward. Uh, Should have brought some trank darts with us. Wait, I have a dart. It's not a trank dart, but I do have a dart. (laughs) I have a regular old dart. I'm sure that will kill him with one hit. (laughs) Yes, one hit. The creature steps forward (laughs) about 55 feet away from you. Uh, so it is currently searching for you. Uh, what is uh, your uh, passive stealth DC? Which is uh, 20 for me. It's 20 for me as well. So now we're getting to, uh, we haven't really done explaining a little bit of the rules to second edition here, but now we're getting a bit to the rules again. Currently, the two of you are hidden. Mm-hmm. As uh, unfortunately, the noise that you made did cause it to become uh, aware of us. Aware yeah. of you. You're detected. Mm-hmm. Cannot see you at all. Uh, has no idea what square you occupy. Um, uh, however, as the creature sniffs, you can see that in its... Again, you're not positive whether or not all three heads can just mentally communicate with one another or how this works. Uh, but the central head lowers down and stares directly towards the gate, continuing to sniff. Uh, the other two heads seem to take this as they can't see you. Um, and you're not making noise, but you can tell that all three heads, like one of them goes down to begin sniffing towards the ground, checking the ground. Uh, the other one is sniffing straight ahead. And the third one is scenting the air as it begins to trot, trot, start to trot its way over. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, we gotta, we gotta need a distraction. <laughs> yeah, but what, what do we really have to distract with? Uh, you can create a diversion using deception. Um, to do this, you have to draw a creature's attention somewhere else. You either use a gesture or a trick. Um, if you would say gesture, it is a manipulate trait. Otherwise, if you're using words, it's auditory and linguistic. Well, I suppose quick round table then. Mm-hmm. What is Adria doing? Adria is in the dark here because I can't see them. I kind of think that Adria would be like, surely our friends aren't going to just hang us out to dry here. Maybe I just stay here and hide and they can cause yeah. a diversion and then we can like maybe run probably our best bet. I say we. It's going to be you, Renning. Yes. <laughs> okay. Jordan, is uh, Lucia doing anything? So, okay. So Lucia is going to drink her dark vision elixir, hold the empty vial in her hand in case we need to make something loud enough to get its attention. And then I'm going to stealth back maybe about 10 feet and just kind of hunker down. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and make me a, uh, a stealth check, if you will. Oh, man. This is one of those tense moments with uh, secret checks where it's like, oh, it's so tense right now. You take the potion, you drink it. You slip back behind Vittoria. Cesare? Cesare will press himself against the side of the wall just right by the gate. <laughs> Basically where Lucia just was. <laughs> and then have Raven jump down and kind of, you know, the cat thing where they like weave themselves to the gate and maybe act like she's playing with like a leaf or something on the other side. <laughs> and make a distraction. <laughs> yes. And just be like, and so it might be like, oh, there's just a stupid cat. So you're using one action to stealth, to basically step over, gain mm-hmm. the cover, stealth. Uh, then you're giving another action to give two actions to, to Raven. Raven. Yes. Very well. And then 
Raven's going to drop down and attempt to uh, create a diversion, if you will. Yeah. Uh, So that is going to be an action from Raven to, and we'll need to go ahead and make a deception check. Come on, Raven. Raven's good good deception. Oh, Raven rolls an 18 for a 23 to just look like an adorable little black cat playing at the gate. She's like, I got this. (laughs) We're in that part of any game where you hold the button to like, like until dawn and stuff, they're like breathing thing. Mm -hmm. So she drops down maybe a little bit like kind of close to the fence, but uh, Uh not so close as to getting bitten by a dog through the fence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be safe, not stupid. All right. So from Cesare. We go to uh, Vittoria. Rick, remember how you wanted to have the flashback mechanics from Blades <laughs> of the Dark? <laughs> Quick, flashback. <laughs> Before I came here, I stopped at the butcher's shop and bought three steaks, and I throw them over the fence. I mean, I Not did gonna bring lie, up I did think about throwing two. a trail ration, for it's sure. It's a human-level intelligence It's a human-level. That's why here. I was like, it's not going to be fooled by that. One of anyway. the three heads is just really, was really gullible. It's just like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Vittoria is going to join the Dark Vision Club so that she yep. actually has an idea of what's going on and will drink her Dark Vision elixir as well. Are you just holding your ground there? Yeah, while we're waiting to see if the doggy backs off or not. That brings us over to uh, Nicola. Mm. So mechanically, because I love mechanically, uh, you're currently in the bushes here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can stealth as normal in the bushes. Uh, if you are behind the bushes, they are not considered uh, difficult terrain. Moving mm-hmm. through the bushes is, but there's enough of a gap behind it, behind it that is not. However, uh, there are fallen leaves back here, bits of branches, all the rest of that stuff. Uh, it's also a little bit hard to maneuver. Uh, so you can make a stealth check and even move back here. It does, however, bring about a minus two circumstance penalty. Hmm. Still, if the dog chooses to come closer and actually investigate Raven... It would be bad to be right by the gate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Especially if it can spell. Yeah, like we would literally just be right there, would turn around and bite me. Um, I will try to move further away. Okay. Technically, you can use all three actions if you wish to. I would like I would like to, even though it's getting us further away from our target. The further away we are from this dog's scent aura, the better. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So basically, you're slinking further and further away, closer to a, a large plum tree uh, that stands in the corner. Yeah, I'm fine with taking the long way home. It's just, you know, okay. uh, I want to actually get home. I kind of want to unlock this gate. So if you just have to, like, run through and out the gate and over to the wall at the end, that's fine. You yeah, know you what I mean? you can't do that super stealthily, though. That's <laughs> well, you gotta the wait till the dog's not looking at the gate. If yeah. a little yeah. rustle of the gate got it alerted, um, you'll make a lot of noise. The hound steadily makes its way closer to the gate. Cocks its head, sniffs. Cesare, Vittoria, and Lucia. Uh, what are your passive stealth DCs? 22 for me. Uh, 20. 19. We're a very stealthy party. You all hear a deep growl, uh, even Niccolo, from where you are. Raven plays the part, pops three times sideways, arches her back. <laughs> pops yeah, up. Yeah, hisses, hisses <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Spit some. One of them begins to, like, turn the head as if to walk away, uh, where the other two continue to stare forward. All of you hear a deep rumbling, threatening growl. Uh, one of them seems to be directed towards Raven, but the other head seems to be looking in the direction on the other side of the fence. Oh, okay. uh, where, again, for Nicolo, you can only assume your other three companions are pressed probably up against the wall uh, <laughs> right next to the gate, quite close to it. Quick round table. Uh, Adria, I imagine, still holding on? Yeah. Lucia? 
Yeah, I'm going to hunker down. Cesare? I guess Cesare is just going to try to bluff this dog. <laughs> um, Deception. Yeah. Raven, come here, and tries to get Raven, and then hopefully she gets the hint and does the cat thing of, oh, I don't want to go inside, and starts running away, and Cesare will just continue walking after her. But I think you know? technically you can reach down and begin to pick her up, can mentally mm. communicate that through physical yeah. touch. And yeah, then... that she, you know, does the danger noodle wiggle yes. and <laughs> runs. <laughs> and then Cesare will just continue after her, and I guess I'll just take two, a, two stri- like a stride action or two and get a decent way down the street before stopping. Okay. Uh, do you wave your other companions back? Yes. Kind of motion for them to like, because if you guys get far enough away, it shouldn't be able to smell you, and it'll hopefully just think this was a guy looking for his cat. Mm. So you step forward, uh, reach down, pick up Raven, uh, communicate that, and basically you count that as a step and then an action mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. And it sounds like you're trying to lie. Yep. So uh, go ahead and make me a deception check. Mm-hmm. You are trying to act to fool someone with an untruth. Yes, and since Raven is in my hands while I'm doing this, she aids me in my deception check by like, giving me a plus one automatically. Yeah, I mean, she, 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 she acts now. her part, and <laughs> yes. that helps your deception. Very well. So, yes. Raven right. was born for the theater. So, yeah, you step forward. The moment you step out, the creature eyes you, all six, uh, eyes narrow <laughs> as it watches you with, again, a calculating level of intelligence. Yeah. As it sits back on its haunches. You got to give like a little gas of, oh my. Oh, uh, yeah. You make a whole show of like trying to, to pick up Raven looking over, you know, starting because there's a dog there. Raven launches, kicks <laughs> off of your chest, flies uh-huh. 15 feet, uh, lands on the ground, takes off running. Uh, Cesare <laughs> goes after her. <laughs> uh, Vittoria, Lucia, are you uh, attempting to slip back? Yeah, we're attempting you are? to yeah, kind she, of fall yeah, back If she waves us back, we'll go back. Uh, so both of you go ahead and make me a stealth check as well. All right, and uh, Nicola. I'm going to try to make it for the tree, I think. So it's difficult terrain to step forward. You're also moving it. So basically, you're moving at half speed. So it's going to be uh, one check to get through the the brush, basically. and Or mm-hmm. one action to get through the brush and then uh, into the shadow of the tree. Uh, let's see here. Okay. So, Nicola, you step forward. You just kind of... You crouch down, you know, almost elbow crawl your way underneath the bush uh, before getting your feet under you and doing a quick jog forward uh, into the shadow of the tree. As you look over, you can see the hound still standing there or sitting there at the fence, uh, watching the other side of it as uh, you guess Cesare's running interference there. I just want to say, this is terrifying. I can see nothing. It is black on this side of the world for me. <laughs> yeah. and I am just clinging You can't see anything. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, really, only Nicolo and Cesare are even aware of where the hound is. Yeah. yeah. Fine, well, I trust Nicolo with my life, I guess. There's not much for it right now, so. The hound takes a couple of seconds. Uh, you can see it's just kind of sitting there, and then it does that dog thing, except for it's in, like, stereo, where, all, like, all three heads just go, oh. It is very exasperated. This happens a lot, apparently. Another one continues sniffing the air, but seems to be uh, either distracted. The third one is watching in the direction that Raven's run off to. Uh, Cesare, I suppose you're running after Raven? Yes. Okay. How far are you wanting to go? 30. I'll go 30 feet, like, you know, because Raven can go, like, Raven has a ridiculous land speed. Yeah, so. just don't get seen by the other guards. <laughs> Do you want to just move forward far enough that you're in the shadow between the other torchlights? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Raven can resume her spot on my shoulder. 
Good okay. job. I try. You kicked pretty hard, though. <laughs> <laughs> had to make it believable. <laughs> if anyone's had a cat launch themselves off their chest, you know exactly <laughs> what I mean. Surprising pretty amount of force. much on a nightly routine with Ezio. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So the immediate crisis seems to have passed. So I'm assuming that uh, Vittoria and Lucia are hanging back for the moment. Yes. Yeah, I think it, We're listening. at this point, yeah, the best we can do is just listen and try to Give keep an eye Give it a out. couple rounds and hopefully the dog goes back to its, you know... Doghouse. Doghouse. That, of course, was just right by this uh, door because, of course, it was. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to put a guard dog somewhere by a door, yep. it would probably be the yep. sensical place. Most logical place, mm -hmm. really. How dare they be sensible? Niclo, I imagine you probably wait, um, since, again, from here to the building itself uh, is an open stretch of some almost 80 feet to get to the corner of the building. Wow. Yeah. And as such, again, with no cover and thinking this thing probably is as keen of sight uh, in the dark as you are. Probably. You wait for the better part of about a minute as it sniffs Ugh. at the gate, paces back and forth before eventually it simply turns and then slowly makes its way grumbling to itself. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll keep stealthing. Let's go. It's as clear as it's going to get for now. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and roll me a stealth. Can I fully get inside of his backpack? Yeah, I mean, technically, there'd be nothing stopping you. Because, again, you're about the size of a cat. So as long as you have enough room in there for... Yeah. Great. I fully get inside of your backpack and, like, make myself comfortable. <laughs> Slowly right. counting down the time of when you need to be out of that backpack before you're going to burst well, out of it. of course. <laughs> I'm, well, I, I feel like magic probably gives you, like, a, a, a warning buzz or something. Either that or it's one of those things you get really good at telling time. I almost feel like it's the magic kind of starts to buzz or something right before yeah. it's about to run out. Your body like, just starts pulsing and growing, and you're like, uh-oh, I've only got one minute left. <laughs> so you make your way forward, crouching low, um, very conscious of the fact that you're out in the open as you begin to uh, mm -hmm. to close. Eeks. I don't like it, but there's not much else in the way of options. Uh, you could, instead of rushing towards the corner of the building, uh, actually move towards the fountain to get cover faster. <laughs> Sure, we'll do that. Okay. Of course he has to be on the side with the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nicola, you dart your way forward. Uh, you can either use all three actions and be out in the open and hope that the hound isn't looking, or you can use two actions stop with the cover of the fountain. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll give us a brief moment, yeah. Okay. After about a little over a minute passes, Cesare would sneak back up to the gate and try to get it unlocked. So, like I said, if Niccolo just has to make a bolt from the house to the gate, it's open, you know? Um, so while Niccolo's moving up, uh, Cesare, go ahead and make me a stealth check. Yeah, if nothing else, if it does catch you, at least it'll be looking at the gate. Well, technically there's no facing in Pathfinder. <laughs> so yeah, Cesare, you can return back to the gate. Um, so you're pulling out your tools and attempting to pick the lock on this? Yes. If only I'd actually lived here for the last however many years and I could have right. just left it unlocked. Yeah, um, right? so I get a plus one on the roll from my infiltrator picks, and then Raven also helps me. Okay, so you're basically using one action to stealth mm -hmm. um, to hide. Yeah. And then you're using a second uh, and third, your other two actions to disable device. Yes. I rolled an eight for a 22. A 22? How good's this lock? Probably very. Yeah. A 22 is a failure. Okay. Uh, it did not fall. It did not critically fail. All right. Well, then I'll try again next turn. Okay. Uh, Nicola, are you moving up towards the building? 
Yep. So, Nicola, you make your way forward. Mm. Stealthily uh, reach the building. Uh, bring up a hand, basically uh, slap it onto the uh, the wall here. Figuratively, not literally. <laughs> Which means that since you do have the climb speed, uh, you can basically reach that point and then climb up to a height of 10 feet up the wall. Uh, the second right. floor of the, um, the estate is 15 feet high. Okay. So... I mean, you're you're getting there. You're on the wall right now. Uh, again, there's a little bit of a protrusion <laughs> on, the uh, on the side as you're just sitting here, like, oh god. Don't yeah. see me. Don't see me. Don't see me. Don't see me. We're it gonna is. do one of those things, like all of the action movies, where you're there, you're right above it, and just hope it doesn't look up. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so far, so good. Uh, Cesare, go ahead and roll me another uh, stealth on your turn. And then I will attempt to disable the lock if that's a critical failure I would like to use my hero point to re-roll I don't know do you think it's a critical failure what did I you believe roll? you rolled a two yeah I think <laughs> I'm going to use my hero point to you're not positive if the dog that. would hear the sound of a snapping pick yeah <laughs> maybe I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt considering this is not a normal dog I'll re-roll an 11 for a 25 on my re-roll a 25 is a failure it is not a critical failure oh though. my gosh it's a really wow. good lock all right well, I'm barely rolling above average. So. Apparently, Nicolo, you need to just uh, be be prepared to just go crawling back over this fence. We are not coming in to help you, apparently. <laughs> we'll make it work one way or another. All right, Nicolo, go ahead and give me another stealth check. This will be the last dun, one, hopefully, dun, for a dun, moment at least. Dun, 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 dun. So... Nicolo, you glance back with your keen dark vision. You can look over the fountain with how high you are up and see uh, Cesare sitting there, like messing around with the lock. <laughs> like, oh God. You yeah. quickly climb up again, filling with just practiced ease. The wind whistling through your whistling through and tossing your hair around your horns as you climb up onto the the second story ledge. This thin lip that runs around the outside of the second floor. Press yourself up against the wall. Begin to Climb along sideways, uh, ascending up five feet. You then move. Take two actions as you climb along the wall over towards the the windows. Uh, you still have an action remaining if you'd like to open the window. Yeah, let's go on and open the window. You pull the window open. Beyond this, you see a large size bedroom, mostly dark as you glance inside. Uh, off towards the left-hand side, you see this large four-posted bed. Uh, right next to that, you see the uh, the scene of the crime, if you will, as far as uh, the poison pin of Contargo is concerned. A large <laughs> desk full of stationery, mm. um, various colored inks, and, uh, and all the rest of that. A massive stack of fan mail um, sitting off to the side. <laughs> oh, goodness. On the opposite side, you can see a, a large armoire, uh, which stands partially open. Uh, as it seems like uh, clothing has more or less been pulled out. The the choicer bits, you suppose, his favorite pair of pants and shirts and all the rest of that. Judging by the the sack on the bed, uh, stuffed full of clothing. As long as he's leaving the giant hairdryer at home, that's fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a single door exits this room on the opposite side, uh, and a fireplace sits cold and unlit uh, off towards the right-hand side. A young man... Tall, thin, piercing eyes, a long mane of black uh, hair, uh, somewhat unkempt, wearing traveling boots, a a uh, large uh, Ulster-style great cloak, 
So think classic Victorian where it has like the half mantle mm. on the shoulders as you always yeah, see like Sherlock it. Holmes mm. and uh, done in blues and golds. Uh, one sleeve pin and pinned up, almost forming a uh, sling uh, for his right arm, which is held tight to his body. Like, I know it's he's not a villain, but I kind of imagine the brother character from Brotherhood of the Wolf. Vincent oh, Castle's but, character. Yeah. The blade sits at one hip. The man starts uh, as the window opens. Because unbeknownst to Niklo, uh, with the perfect 20 on stealth that you got, he didn't even notice your approach. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. The window opens, the wind blows, red glowing eyes and horns and the shadows of the window as you perch there. (laughs) Are you you a friend of Vittorius? Yes, we're here to rescue you. Keep quiet. Let her do her spellcraft. It will help. And I'm going to cast Shrink on him. Uh, All right. Yeah, he nods. Uh, I suppose you quickly put down your backpack. Um, he shrinks down to uh, like a foot and a half tall. Um, okay, you can ride in the backpack. You should totally borrow this for a future book. Not not that this is the time. Anyway. <laughs> this is really not the time. <laughs> As Adrian starts, starts pitching the new novel he should write he about this. One time. Yep. He doesn't hey. remember you. He probably, probably does. He was. She was sitting with me. He's like, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm Consider it. I'm, I'm working on an escape from a, a dragon's lair right now. Um, huh. Sin, not specifically, but uh, Elwyn, the, uh, the the half-elf that travels uh, with oh, her. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Out of game. Strong uh, Xena and Galad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that we just start talking about this book, and Nicolo's like, Nicolo really... shut up, just shoves both their heads inside the bag. Close it. <laughs> I really don't mean to be rude, but we really don't have time for this right yes, now. Yes. <laughs> we can both fit in this backpack, but I do give preferential treatment to this guy because technically it can him. hold up to four bulk and each of you weigh one and oh, I have great. one bulk and here. one light. So <laughs> Okay, yeah, so there's enough room in the backpack uh, so you we quickly jump inside. We make him wear his sack when I shrink him so it's also his size and then we get yeah, the bag. Yeah. So I suppose uh, Nicola, you turn back around. Cesare, are you still trying at the gate? Yes. You got okay. it, buddy. We believe I'm in you. I'm going to try one more time. So first I hide. All right. And then I will try to disable this f- lock, and that's bad. Oh, no. That's really oh, bad. No. <laughs> so I believe that's a natural one. Yeah. Mm, ouch. So yeah, for Vittoria Lucia sitting a little bit further down, I Crap. can only imagine the, you know, Lucia just kind of clinching her rapier uh, ready in case something goes bad. I'm clinching my rapier, absolutely. I imagine Vittoria probably somewhat, like, probably very nervous considering that her uh, her brother's over there, can't see him, Look at can't it this see way. Niccolo. You have a good distraction why this dog tries to eat me through the fence for your escape, Niccolo. Hooray! <laughs> 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 we the other Hooray. side. to avoid that. The That's dog just forward right teleports there. to the other side of the fence. What? <laughs> 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 he can do that? No. Cesare, there is a loud snap. Oh, no. As you try pushing on this again, uh, it, peer, it appears that the... Uh, uh, how would you say it would appear that the nobles of the green spare no expense on their own personal safety? <laughs> we have spared no expense. Seeming in frustration of his his evening's rest interrupted a second time, oh, no. uh, the hound oh, no. launches out. On the plus side, he can't get to you. Um, however, I do believe that that is going to kick us off into initiative. Piccolo, <laughs> oh, no. just run. Just run. Well, we'll find out what <laughs> Why happens. Why did we in all a know it would come to running? <laughs> Uh, you are stealthing, so it is going to be for, uh, actually for everyone here, it is going to be a stealth check for your initiative. 
because all of you are hiding. So uh, let's kick in a little uh, combat music here. Sirenscape, inevitability. <laughs> oh, goodness. We're going to have to draw that its attention. inevitable. Mr. Just go beat on the gate. <laughs> Curse your sudden but inevitable I'm betrayal. I'm trying not to make noise. That's the problem. Let's see how this all turns out. Uh, let's go and get initiative from the party. Jessica, what do we get for Adria? Adria rolled a nat one for a big 11. Wow. 11. All I am right. in a bag. It's my defense. <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. like, one of my favorite authors in a bag. That's what my situation is right now. <laughs> you just couldn't keep quiet. It's like being in a bag with Stephen King. That's so cool. I was going to say Danielle Steele, but Stephen King's also Daniel fine. Steele, I just, that's fine. I, mean, I just like the idea yeah, that Stephen King's like, I've, I've done that. Yeah, I've been in there. You gotta, I'm sure you Stephen get King is known for his romance. Yeah. Yes. Mm. He's written a romance once, right? Sure, yeah, he's written yeah. some. Yeah. All of the things that he has published, <laughs> one thing was a romance. Or had a or romantic subplot. Or at least his subplot. version of romance. It's some sort of creepy it's like romance. years ago, being in a bag yeah. with Anne Rice. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be real awkward. That would be real oh, awkward. Jordan, what do we get for Lucia? Lucia rolls a 16 for a 28 using stealth. All right. Heather, what do we get for Chesare? Chesare also rolls a 1 for an 11. He's just over this stupid night. Uh, <laughs> oof. All right. Then, uh, Rach, what did we get for uh, Vittoria? Vittoria rolled a net 20 for a 29. That's where all the There level. we nice. go. Nice. So worried about her brother. Mm-hmm. A little bit. A little bit. Russ, what about Nicolo? Nicolo rolled a 17 for a 27. Oh, so right. he's ready to go. Round one of combat begins. Uh, Markel gets first initiative, uh, although he's going to go ahead and just kind of pass his turn because uh, there's not really a whole lot he can do. He has his rapier, but he's not going to pull that yet. And jump yeah, out of his bag fair. and jump onto the Jump ground. out of his bag. Punch him. <laughs> <laughs> Bring us to Vittoria Scordato. Uh, the hound is baying uh, as ah, it charges crud. towards silence spell. Don't have silence, though. I know. If only we had silence, that. right? I don't really know how to do anything about this dog just yet, other than going over there and trying to stab at it, but... That was basically what I was going to do. I don't even know if we need to do that. Unless it tries to jump the fence, keep it distracted so Nicolo can just run and get over the wall and we can get out of here. I mean, fortunately, at least we've done the first half of this, which means that the guards are unlikely to be able to respond beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, if the dog starts getting through the gate, then I'm, I'm going to ready an action to run over there to help Cesare. All right, so Vittoria sits and ready, bringing us to Lucia. I think I'm gonna delay and just see what this, uh, uh, delay until after the uh, Cerberi goes and just see what happens. All right, so Lucia delays. Good thing it can't speak or else it'd be like, intruder, guards, help. No, that's yeah. kind of what its howls sure the are doing. barking is enough. Yeah, but it could be more precise. <laughs> there, an uh, elven man with a black cat. Yeah, so it rushes its way forward. It's got nothing else to do. It's gonna go ahead and attempt to uh, attack Chesare through the bars. Plus two cover bonus, uh, as it is uh, standard cover. Mm. Better than nothing. Again, still, the, the bars are wide enough that a cat can get through, so uh, it can kind of get its heads through. Uh, so it chomps out at you. Let's see what it can do. Looking at a 22 to hit the wizard. Poor squishy wizard. Yeah, so I should have, I have a 23 with the gate. Its head's turning sideways, like one head is just butt bit onto the bars and is beginning to shake the cage violently. Uh, so it is very mm. angrily attempting to kill you. <laughs> that brings us from the Cerberi. Uh, Lucia, do you wish to re-enter the initiative? You said you wanted to delay until after the Cerberus. What? Well, I was going to see if it's going to try to get through the gate. It doesn't look like it can get through the gate, so I'm not sure if it's wise to go attack it. Choice is yours. Uh, so let me let me do this. I will move up 50 feet 
and that will put me within one stride action to attack this if I need to, but I'm okay. going to try to, I'm going to basically just hold my rapier and like motion for Cesare to get away from the gate. All right, so Lucia rushes her way forward. That brings us to Nicola. Can I approximate how high up I am right now? You're 15 feet up. Cool. I let go. We fall. Uh, <laughs> technically, you're currently like perched on the windowsill, so you can just jump down. Uh, cool. So you're purposefully jumping down. I am. I do not have the catfall feet. However, I do have the Jade Cat nice. Talisman, which has okay. a free action when I fall or attempt an acrobatics check to balance. Uh, I can use it, and uh, basically it shatters, and I treat all falls as 20 feet shorter. I'm not oh, flat-footed nice. when I balance, and narrow surfaces nice. and uneven ground are not difficult terrain for me. Wow, okay. that's awesome. So, nice. Yeah. Rad. Yes. So technically, if that knocks off 20 feet, does that just like a five-foot one part, like five feet of your stride to like no, go and uh, drop? The, the distance is still considered okay. part of it. Okay. Yeah, you mm-hmm. still felt 10 feet. Mm-hmm. But I automatically land on my feet. Mm-hmm. Yes. And take no damage. Yep. So you rush forward, uh, get down to the ground. You parkour down. It's cool. Parkour down. So that was 15 feet of movement. I mean, I'll keep moving. So another five feet to stride forward. And then I will stride two more times, going a grand total of 40 feet. So. Are we not hiding anymore? No, I mean, if I'm running, then I need to go okay, all out. Technically, the moment he's out in the open and the creature has unobstructed vision on him, it's the same as him jumping out of a window in broad daylight to this hound. Yep. Yeah. So, unfortunately, it does not actually stealth out the window at this point. Unless he literally waited for combat to end and the thing to go ba- basically back into its doghouse. No, that would be bad. We're not doing that. Niccolo hits the ground, uh, takes off at a run. The hound turns, glancing back in, uh, in Niccolo's direction and growling. Cesare Nightblue. Cesare is going to cast Tanglefoot on this dog. Okay. Oh, nice. Try right. to a good move. Try to entangle it. So I roll a six for a 17 on my attack, my spell attack. So you chant, a, a vine bursts up from the ground, appearing out of thin air. Uh, you flick your hand forward, uh, lashing itself at the target. Yes. A 17 will not strike the hound. Oh, dang. All right. Well, I am going to move... Like oh, 10 feet noise. back. Thing. I need to be able to see into the yard and ca- for spell casting purposes if it decides it's going to go for Niccolo. So that's the end of my turn. Adria Sila. All right. Adria is going to spend one action to open the top of the bag. Okay. And the second action to give guidance to Niccolo. That feels like a thing Niccolo might need for something. All okay. right. Third action, close the flap again. <laughs> a third action to cast shield on herself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Is shield not? Oh, no. Shield is a one action cast. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's awesome and great. And I love shield. That takes us from uh, Adria uh, to Markel, who continues to uh, to hold his position. Mm-hmm. Vittoria Scordato. I am going to start moving closer to the wall up behind Lucia. Okay. And then ready with my next two that if the dog breaks through, I will go after the dog. <laughs> From Vittoria, we go to the Cerberi. Yep. It chants and intones. <laughs> you can clearly see Niccolo back over there. Yep. Can't get to Cesare. Uh, it bays again as a free action. Mm. Just continuing to sound the alarm. It will double move uh, 75 feet up to Niccolo. 
Uh, as it closes the distance with Yikes. a loping charge. Well, that's a problem. Uh, howls and strikes out at the the party's rogue. Yep. Uh, that might do it. That is a 26 as the hound leaps towards you. Yeah, 26 will hit me. <laughs> uh, chomping a hold of Niccolo. Crap. Uh, striking for ooh, 14 points of oh damage. My God. Oh, <laughs> uh, dang. As it chomps onto your forearm. Uh, begins Ow. to savage you violently. Ugh, stupid dogs. Taking us from the Cerberi to Lucia. I can imagine that there's a shout of pain from somewhere on the other side of this fence. Crud. Oh, I want to get a shot on this dog with my um, hand crossbow, but I really cannot make that work. Uh, you'd have to move to the gate, drop your rapier, draw your hand crossbow, load it. Yeah. yeah, so I'll take my entire entire turn. I mean, what else am I doing? Uh, I'm going to make that happen, so I will... Uh, well, if you're not worried about shooting this round, you could just stand where you are, sheathe your weapon, so that you don't have to pick it back up if you guys are running that's away. That's true, I don't want to do that. Yeah, okay, so I will, I will <laughs> sheathe the... Don't drop the, uh, anything you don't want to leave behind Yeah, that's the thing, is I'm point. like, that's a, that's a plus one rapier, that's worth money. Uh, so I will sheathe my rapier, uh, pull my hand crossbow, and load it. Okay, taking us from Lucia to Nicola. Run, Nicola, All right, run. a three-headed dog. Yep, I'm going to run directly around this dog. Uh, hopefully it doesn't provoke an attack of opportunity. Or basically 55 feet toward the wall. <laughs> Very well. So you dart around it, rush your way forward, uh, running towards the uh, the wall as the hound turns in pursuit. Fortunately, it does not appear to have attack of opportunity. That's a small blessing. Yeah. yeah, that's good for us. Wondering if I should have given it an attack of opportunity. <laughs> Oh, well. Do it now. too late now. <laughs> it hasn't got to do its cool thing yet. From Niccolo, we go to Cesare. Uh, Cesare is going to go ahead and cast Spider Climb on himself for our preparation of when Niccolo's back over prudent. the wall. That seems prudent, yeah, for the quick so, escape. Um, yeah, and then I'm going to, since Niccolo seems to be coming this way, Cesare will definitely take a stride. <laughs> Cesare will take a stride, so he's kind of in between where Lucia and Vittoria are. So when they get over the when they get over the wall and Adria casts Shrink on them, they can just hop onto him, and we can, you know. Very well. You know, distantly, Niccolo, you hear you know Raven shouting, "Run, Niccolo, run!" <laughs> <laughs> in a yowling cat voice. <laughs> Uh, going from Cesare to Adria. I prepared a weird thing. Um, Adria is going to just toss a glitter dust where we used to be standing, because I know that that was right <laughs> near the dog. <laughs> I mean, technically it's an area effect, and the dog yeah. is detected by you, so. Yep, so yeah. it can make a reflex save or be covered in glitter, but I'm just trying to blind it is really what I'm going for, the dazzled or blinded. Yeah. Reflex. Let's hope so. Glitter, the herpes of crafts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, that is a spry dog. Well, the, the DC's a 21. Okay, then it uh, does succeed, but does not critically succeed. Yeah, well, it's not invisible, so the invisibility part doesn't matter. It's covered in glitter. It though. is covered, covered in glitter. glitter. Yeah, it's, it's covered in glitter. To be fair, though, that glitter will disappear puppy. eventually. You didn't conjure that glitter. It is a, it is a flayed dog with three covered heads in covered in glitter. Mm -hmm. uh, with my third action, I, I pull one of my shrink spells or my shrink scrolls out to get ready to cast that when we get over this yeah, wall. Yeah, that seems, okay. again, seems prudent. Taking us from Adria to Markel, who continues to hold on for dear life, to Vittoria. Uh, Vittoria is going to uh, finish closing in on the gate. Okay. 
Yeah, I figure look at the gate to try to see where uh, everybody is so that I can make sure that I'm in the right position for the next turn. So stepping out, looking over, you can you can't get a look at Nicolo from where you are, uh, but you do see the hound over by the fountain turning and beginning to race in pursuit. Oh, great. Okay. It's covered in glitter. <laughs> it can't go invisible. Ha-ha. It's reflecting in the moonlight. <laughs> yes. For two whole Everywhere. rounds. Brilliantly. Yeah. That brings us to the hound. Hooray. Yeah. We hate the hound. God, 45 feet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's going to have to two action move. Yeah. Take that, you stupid dogs that are about to bite me. <laughs> so two action moves forward, strikes. Oh. Uh, launches itself forward, bites out with a 30. Whoa. Yeah, a 30's easily going to hit me. <laughs> Hopefully that's not a crit. No, it's not a crit. As it bites forward, it chomps onto your, like it managed to get its teeth through the uh, the plates guarding or around the plates guarding the side of your leg and chomps into your thigh, uh, nearly catching you in the knee, which you think was its intent to hamstring you. Dogs. Manages to bite a hold for 12 points of damage. Ow. As it bites onto you, uh, ripping into your leg, uh, sending Niklo stumbling forward. All right. Uh, you know, I'm really more of a cat person. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Taking to us from... To be fair, this ain't a normal dog. Cats are far <laughs> superior. To be fair, normal dogs suck too. Um... <laughs> My cat would agree. <laughs> I have all the animals. <laughs> well, as, as we have established, uh, this party appear to, appears to be mostly cat people, with the exception of Adria, but uh, obviously Brazilla is a big dog person. Yes. Uh, taking us from... That's why we are mortal enemies. I yeah. mean, it's a nice change from the cats are always the bad guys. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> you know. Now, let's, until you have to fight a, a hellcat or something like that. Uh, taking mm. us from the Cerberi to Lucia. All right, Lucia's going to uh, stride... Uh, up to the gate so I can get an eye and uh, let's see. Oh, I do have a shot on uh, our Cerberi friend. Yeah, so I'm you gonna rush over, uh, rush past Vittoria where you can see the uh, the Cerberi and chomping into Nicolo's leg as he continues to run forward straight towards the rosebush. Yeah, so I'm going to try to draw some fire uh, with uh, my uh, crossbow and try to send a bolt its way. All right. I roll a two. <laughs> or a 15. <laughs> Uh, 15 will sadly not strike your foe as yeah. you stick your hand through the uh, the bars and fire off a, a shot real quick. Well, I tried. Lucia Lucia thinks about about uh, the horrors of having to feed three mouths uh, and then <laughs> makes a uh, stride action back <laughs> along the wall. I like how at first level even you can do like shot on the run technically. Yeah, yeah basically. basically. Yeah, it's basically yeah. She, st she, she strides up, shoots and goes back into cover. Shot on the run. It's like that was a high level feat in Pathfinder. It was, edition. I know. Sure. That brings us to Nicolo. Yeah, I mean, figure, let's keep going. Figuratively and somewhat literally uh, carrying this encounter right now as you <laughs> carry the party on your shoulders. <laughs> it's true. All right, I'll continue running. So uh, I think it's 20 feet to make it past the difficult terrain against the wall, basically. Is that correct? So the first square that you move is going to be five feet. The second square is 10 feet of movement. So 15 feet, and then it'll be 20 feet to get you on the other side. All right. So yeah, I'll move up basically to the other side of the rose bush against the wall. Okay. And then zoop, zoop, zoop. And then climb. I will begin to climb. So uh, I can do this without making a check. 
Yeah, and it's your uh, full movement speed. <laughs> and so be 15 feet up, swing over to the other side. So that would be 20 feet. 15 feet back down. Nice. All right, let's Just get out move. of here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I believe. <laughs> yeah, we so for all the rest of you, Niccolo goes rushing forward. Adria and uh, Markel duck inside of his backpack. He just brings up both arms into like an X over his face as he tears <laughs> through the bush, leaps forward, <laughs> grabs this thing, almost just like a handstand over the top of the, uh, the fence as he just like <laughs> drops onto the opposite side. <laughs> Adria needs to shrink the other two. Well, I gotta really have quick. a turn to do that. Huh. All right. I didn't get hurt by the rose bushes. Thanks, Milani. <laughs> 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 that brings us to Cesare's turn. Do you have to touch the people to cast Shrink on nope, them, or is feet. it like... Cesare's just going to run over to this wall, the other wall we need to scale, so as soon as, you know, Vittoria and Lucia are shrunk and over at him, we can just go. <laughs> so Cesare goes rushing over to the other wall. Uh, Adria? Well, I have one scroll out, so one action to... Uh, or sorry, two actions to cast Shrink on, I guess, Vittoria. I, too, would very much like to get out of here, considering that thing is far more terrifying when you're a foot and a half tall. <laughs> so scary. Also, uh, true, you're Lucia, you're next. Sized. Prepare to be small. Lucia has no way to prepare. Uh, Markel holds his, his ground. Vittoria, you are tiny now. But you still have your normal movement speed and everything, so Again, you just can't get to Cesare. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Vittoria is going to run to Cesare. <laughs> I guess you can sit on my other shoulder while Raven's <laughs> on the other. <laughs> Awkward ride. <laughs> that is kind of a, yeah, a strange thing, but you know what? Why not? All right, so Vittoria runs over to uh, Cesare, taking us from there to the Cerberi. The creature will use a single action. Uh-oh. To move 25 <laughs> feet to the fence. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Oh, no. And then we'll go ahead and take a force open action. Oh, oh no! no. As it chomps right. onto the fence... Rears back. He'll pick it up here next time. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Lucia, just get to Cesare. Niclo, start climbing up the wall since that spell has range. <laughs> yeah, just don't get 30 feet away from Lucia because I need to be able to. Oh, yeah. No, I, I plan on continuing to move. I'm not yeah, just going to leave now. <laughs> I, I blame Rachel because I've just had like scenes of. Uh, Sandlot running through my head the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forever. <laughs> Forever. Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. You're, kill you're killing me, Smalls. We, we need the party is small. We're I, so I Sandlot movie night. You know, that movie still holds up. Oh, yeah, that movie's great. I watched yeah. it not great too movie. long ago. It's great. Yeah, it's we, we so need good. to do a Sandlot watch party with the, with the, with the listeners. Speaking of our listeners, uh, yes. speaking specifically of our patrons, uh, we do want to take a chance to uh, thank all of our patrons out there for uh, for their continued aid. Uh, and support. Uh, it is it is thanks to the support of uh, of all of you wonderful listeners that we are able to continue to do what we do, which is uh, deliver ridiculously overwrought and convoluted plans to. Uh, <laughs> to escape hey, from it this mostly place. worked. Okay, it, did mostly work. it was going really well. But yeah, so thank you to all of our patrons for their uh, for their continued support. Um, if you are not a patron and you'd be interested in becoming a patron, uh, you can, of course, follow the uh, the link that you'll find down below in the description of this episode. Yeah, that's about it. So until next time, good luck, Pathfinders. Bye, Pathfolk. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Keep your friends in your pockets. Keep yes. your friends. Keep your in friends your closer. So they won't fit in your pocket. And your best friends <laughs> closer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath. <laughs>